Are you ready? Yes. All right. Yo, yo, yo. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Welcome to episode five. Wait, four? Five. five. Welcome to episode five of TSC Podcast. The story continues. As always, I am your co-host, Tony. Alongside me is my co-host, Tanya. For those who want to listen, or for those who wanted to listen to episode one, and it was not on SoundCloud or iTunes, it was because we weren't on SoundCloud Pro, and so we were only allowed three hours of upload time, and uh, they take off your oldest upload. So we had to upgrade to SoundCloud Pro, which we are now, and so all the episodes should be on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, are you paying for it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I know. Commitment. I know, right? <laughs> it's uh, $16 a month. and Or if you pay a year up front, you save like 25%. Did you pay for a year? No. Just because <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to do this for a full year. And I was like, well, I don't want to. Damn, I take back my commitment. You <laughs> ain't committed, I, fam. I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. But. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a GoFundMe for it. So if you wanna <laughs> just donate, I'll have the link at our on our Twitter. Thank you very much. Do you have this thing called Cash App? Yeah. So apparently it's like better than Venmo. I mm, mm, I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. I got that's, it because everyone. That's through the Grapevine fan. Because everyone at work, uh, they have it. Not at my new job. At my old job. And uh, they have it. And so anytime I'd like go get Starbucks for everyone, they'd be like, oh, I'll just cash app you. And I was like, what the fuck is cash app? Oh, so that's why you had to get it? So I got it because everyone was like, it's better than Venmo. Well, it used to be better than Venmo because what they told me was that cash app used to be the only uh, like money transfer thing. Yeah. Um, where you could transfer and they'd give you immediate funds. You had to pay like a fee for it, but it was a very small fee. Venmo does that. They just started doing that. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's like a quarter why, or something. Yeah. So that's why now they're like, uh, it's. So the what same. do you prefer? Do you like Venmo better? Or you like Cash App better? Well, I like. Uh, I don't know because they do the same exact thing. The only thing Cash App doesn't have is like the fucking Facebook looking feed on it. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I can show you it. No, I, yeah, let me see it, actually. I think some people prefer Cash App because they don't want people knowing what, they, what right. they're paying for. I mean, even though Venmo has the option of making it private, mm-hmm. it's the fact that sometimes you forget. You see, know? it just looks like oh, that. Oh, so it's like Google Wallet. Yeah. It's, oh, all and right. And then, like, you know, you just... So it's, it's pretty plain and simple. Yeah, then. there's nothing uh, uh, okay, facts. to it. Yeah. Facts. All right, all right. Uh, do you want to talk about how you are such a bad puppy mom? And you left our son in the bathroom all night. Okay, this okay. This is my situation right now. Okay, so yeah, yesterday I <laughs> yesterday I went to my mom's house to pick up these flossers because okay I got braces whatever. Anyways, so I needed special flossers because fucking flossing with normal floss is like so fucking time consuming. And my friend who has braces recommended these to me. So I was like, oh, well, I ordered what does them. What have to do with uh, Let me tell you why I'm going there. Okay, can I finish my fucking story? Thank you very much. So, uh, I, I, because she sent me the link, I literally just ordered them right off the link. And I, I have the Amazon app, you know? So, I wish you wouldn't do that. So, um, I just ordered them. I didn't pay attention to where they were shipping to or whatever. Um. So, apparently, my mom's address is my default address, and so they shipped to my mom's house. So, I go to my mom's house, pick these fucking flosses up, and I was there a long fucking time because we had a lot to talk about. I got home, and it was, like, fucking, like, 1130, and then I still had to floss, brush my teeth, fucking wash my face, you know, do the whole thing, and I was fucking tired. So I, I was flossing, and I could feel myself falling asleep, so I was like, I need to get to bed. So... I got in bed and I asked you, where's Moose? And you said, I don't know. So I figured he was in the room. So I closed the door to the bathroom because he wasn't in there when I was in there. He was not in the bathroom. I think you left the door open to the living room. I think he may have gone out here. Well, then he wasn't locked in the bathroom. And now I don't feel as bad because he was probably on the couch and he was all fine gravy. I don't know, fam. 
Well, I was already in bed. I was already half asleep when you asked me where's Moose. I'm like, of course I'm not going to know where he is. And I think being That's the your dog. I'm thinking the responsible thing to do is to go look like, hey, Moose I was, isn't. I just told you I was fucking coming home late. So you can't spend 20 minutes to go look. For, what if it had been. 20 minutes? I'm sorry, 20 seconds, my bad. You can't spend 20 seconds to go peek your head up to the living room and make sure Moose is I not there. I just figured he was on the little. But the, he wasn't the little there, thing though. At the end of the, but I. The lights were off. What if it had been our actual son? My now son would be in fucking bed. Now you feel like shit. Whatever. Anyways. So I, I wake up and I hear the scratching noise. And of course, I'm half asleep. This is like 3.30, <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning. I hear the scratching noise. And of course, we have dogs. So we're like, okay, no big deal, whatever. And then I hear like this chewing noise. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? Was he chewing on paper? Yes. <laughs> so, he was having a good time then. He was so right. I wake up and I have to pee anyway. So I'm getting up and I'm like, dude, where is Moose? I'm like looking around in the dark. Like, you know, when you're trying to find something dark, you're like padding around. I'm like, dude, where is he? I couldn't find him. And I'm like, oh shit. He's probably in the bathroom. Open the door. There he is. Fucking just happy as can be. And then. See, he was fine. And then there's toilet paper shredded up everywhere. <laughs> Had to clean that shit up. Well, you know, you should take better care of your dog, dude. Dude, whatever. You suck. <laughs> um. Okay. So. So my high school reunion is next week. You're old. I graduated in '08, so this would be our 10-year high school reunion. Great. And I'm debating on whether or not I want to go. Now I'm gonna tell you why. My core friends. Okay. So. Just to give people an understanding of how things are. Yeah. I still talk to friends that I've had since fifth grade or middle school. Mm-hmm. And so the majority of my friends, you know, I've known since high school or whatever. And we still keep in touch. Yes. And so for me, a reunion is not like I get to see people that I used to be really good friends with and now I don't see anymore because that's not the case. You know, I still hang out with all of my really good friends. And so there are a few friends of mine who have told me they were going and I would like to see them, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if I want to commit to it because I don't want to make small talk with people that I was never really friends with, you know? Yeah. Like, does that sound like an asshole thing to say? Because, okay, everyone that I want to keep in touch with, like, I have on Facebook, so I know what everyone's doing. I know everyone's, like, she just had a kid or they just got married. So it's not like I'm not completely, you know. You know what the problem is now, though, is that, like, high school reunions don't have that same, like. Because of social media, Yeah, because right? there's so many ways to, like, keep in touch with those people or at least keep keep track of them you know what i mean and i think before they were a big deal because it was like you literally didn't know unless you like good point spoke with them you you know good point um i don't know and to me like you hang out with a lot of these people that you want to see like you hang out with them so i'm like yeah yeah i don't know yeah you know i I don't want to well the thing is i don't want to regret it later i don't want you know, a couple years down the line, I'm like, oh, man, I really should have gone. Or, like, because I didn't go to prom high school year. And, like, is it something I regret? No, not really. But it's still an experience that I wish I could say I've, I had. Right. You know? And so it's kind of the same way with this reunion. It's like, well, it would it would be cool to see some people. Yeah. And then it's at a bar, and I'm not drinking, so I don't want to get tempted that's another thing. I've been doing really well. This is week four of not drinking. Week three, three or four, three going into four, I think. And I haven't even had the temptation. And I'm worried that once I get there, I see all my friends. And once I have a good time, I might be pressured into doing so. And I think I have the willpower to say no, but then I also know myself. And then you said you don't even want to go. So it, well, if because I, I don't know any of these people. No, I completely well. understand. And I, you know, I'm already awkward as it is. I can't imagine being in a room with people I yeah. don't know. Because if it was reversed, I probably wouldn't want to go to yours. 
I, I would don't even want to go to Mars. I would go for you, but not really. Because I wouldn't know anybody. Yeah. It's like when you're dating someone from a different high school and then you have to go to their school dance. And it's like super fucking awkward because all you know is the person you're dating. And mm. you're not really friends. You never... That's no, because I, um, I always made friends with, like, my... Oh, okay, so I'm weird then. Fuck you me, are. right? Well, it's always... It's also different for the girls. I don't know. Anyways, that's... I feel like it would be more awkward for the girl, no? I never had friends at my high school. Oh, so you always had friends at different high schools. Yeah, oh, like, okay. so... Right. I don't know. That makes sense. I didn't really like my high school. Well, two of my really good friends from Austin are coming in, who we always stay with, Greg and Zandy, who are on the podcast, I think episode two or three, the bonus episode, two? Two and a half, 2.5, two two 2.5, there you go. <laughs> and they're, I think they're in, they're coming down. And so Tanya made a really good point. She's like, why would you pay to go to this thing just to hang out with people you normally hang out with? And we're going to hang out with them the next weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there are some people who I haven't seen since high school that are going that I would like to see. But it's only like a handful of people, like two or three people. And are they going? Yeah. Like, yeah, they are. So it's like, uh, I don't know. It's $35, which is not really expensive. Right. Um, so I'm not really worried about the money part, but it's just like, it's at BBC, and I don't, I've never been to that bar before. So I don't know. And there, there's having a couple people who reached out and like, hey, are you going? Like, you should go to this. Part of me thinks that they did it not because they want me to come. I think it's because they're not expecting, or they're expecting not big, of, not that big of a turnout. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like if you look at the Facebook invite, there's only like 200, 250 people invited to the group, but our class was like 400, 500. So even half of the people that we graduated with aren't even in this Facebook group. Well, it's, not everyone has Facebook. Well, that's even that's the thing. It's like, how are you going to throw a class reunion? Why did they send... Usually, don't they send out, like, mailed invitations? Honestly, I don't know. Like, because even if you don't live there anymore, a lot of the times, their parents still do. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. So it gets sure. back to them. I'm not even sure how this 10-year reunion... Like, I know student council does it, but, like, when you sign up for student council in high school, is it one of the caveats? Like, hey, 10 years down the line, one of your responsibilities is throwing this reunion. I think is so. Okay. I think they tell you because I remember I had graduated already. But my brother was still in high school, and he had some performance or something. So I went to go see him. And they were the people that were, like, it was kind of like a talent. I think it was a talent show. I don't know. Anyways. So in between this, the host, quote unquote, the host. I'm listening. Oh, you looked away. No, I'm listening. I'm just oh. seeing what Lily's doing. Um, would come out, and so she was like part of student council, and she was kind of making fun of the fact that ten years from whenever she graduated, she yeah. would have to uh, plan. The reunion, and yeah. she was like, I don't want to do it, and I didn't realize that when I got into student council, right, but now right. here we are. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, BBC seems like a cool spot. I'm not knocking on the organization of it, right. but I do think that we got started really late. Like, the invitations and everything, the Facebook group was created, like, two months ago. Like, I feel like this should have been created January or February, yeah. You know, because a lot of people moved out of town, mm -hmm. moved out of state, they have families. And because I've seen on the Facebook invite, I'm sorry, the Facebook group, there are people like, I would have loved to come, but this was on such short notice. I can't just book a flight and come home or whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I don't who, know. Who did this? Uh, this is our valedictorian, Rachel, who was a a good friend of mine in high school. Like, we don't talk anymore. You know, we don't keep in... Well, Rachel, you fucked up. Stop it. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want to attend that. I feel like it's going to bring it, something else out of you. What do you mean? Like, that part of you. What part of me? The high school part of you. What the fuck does that mean? You know, like, when you were a thought. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yes, you were. In high school? Yeah. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I was focused on... 
my grades Why and getting you, into you college. You just told me you didn't go to fucking prom because you went to the club. <laughs> First of all, I did not say that <laughs> on this podcast. I probably said it on another episode. But the thing is because I graduated early and prom was the semester that I, I had already left. So it was so weird that I had been gone this whole semester and then and at the time Bruh, it was like two months you'd been gone are you serious the semester starts in january okay three, proms in may four five yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that long of a time if you think four about months it. in high school is a long time things like, change your top eight friends group that shit changes in <laughs> matters of weeks you know so four months is weeks a long, bro days hours i'm saying i'm saying so yeah four months was a long time and at the time when I graduated, you were a thought. I was out doing my club thing. You were a thought. I was out doing my club thing. And I thought, and honestly, it was like super douchey of me, but I guess I kind of thought I was too cool. Dude, you were a douche. Yeah, I know. You were like a major tool. I know. And I admit that. And so it was that semester I like barely hung out with people from high school because you thought you I thought I was cool? too cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was another reason why I didn't go to prom. I was like, I really don't talk to any of these people before. But after they graduated high school, we're all like, we linked back up and shit, you know? Started doing hood shit with my friends. Hood rat. Hood rat things. But yeah, okay, so I guess I'm going to go. So you're not going to go with me? I don't know. We'll see what the day brings. All right, well, if you go, you got to bring $35. (laughs) No. What's that saying? All right, so... um, this is something that you're, I'm going to lean heavily on you on this topic. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but so Anna Wintour yes. gave Beyonce yes. full creative yes. control. Hold on. Let me, uh, okay, let me tell I'm the sorry, people. Okay. The fuck? Now you just ruined it, fam. Go ahead. Okay. So Anna Wintour, mm-hmm. uh, the editor-in-chief of Vogue, yes. gave Beyonce full creative control of the September issue. Mm-hmm. And for those who are listening who aren't who does who don't know the september issue of vogue is like the holy grail of the year because it's the issue that is a fucking thousand pages has all these ads um pre- i mean it, right it has why is it so why september why is it so important do you know as far as why september i don't i've never really looked into it i just know that that's the most important month of the year for me. Okay, but is it just Vogue or is it like Harper's Bazaar? It's everybody. Okay, And I gotcha. feel like it has a lot to do with like fall. That So you, typically, you know, when designers show um, their lines, yeah, like they'll show for the next season. Right. So, you know, fall, winter was in the spring mm-hmm. and then spring, uh, Sp- spring, spring, summer. summer 19 is going to be in the fall. In the fall. Yes. yes. So September is also the month that it's fashion week for spring, summer. Gotcha. 19. So I think that's kind of where that comes okay. from. Makes sense. Um, so and for some reason, I feel like fashion week in the fall time is a lot m- more um, popular than yeah. it is in when they have it like in the winter time like when they have it in the spring winter whatever they have it so you're saying the fall winter line is more popular than the spring summer line no no no. just the dates oh shit sorry just the dates of when they have it so like um fashion week in september is a lot more popular than fashion week oh in the spring yes yeah i don't know why yeah but anyways when um, I think of Fashion Week, I think of the one in the fall. Since September, yes. yeah. Um, so has Vogue ever done this before? No. Have any- so, and also Beyonce picked a, a, a black photographer, which also has never been done before. Mm-hmm. In the 126-year history of Vogue, yeah, has, ne- has they have never had a black photographer shoot for the cover right. of Vogue. Right. Okay. Um. Or at least, I don't know if it's any cover, but I know for sure it's the September issue cover. Which okay. That if, you know, you, for a celebrity, a model, or whoever, getting the September issue cover of Vogue, that's, like, humongous. Yeah. Like, you know he's 23? I did not know that. He's only 23. 
Um, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't really gotten to read into it. You know, I've been very busy, but um, yeah. so I just kind of because um, I follow um, the business of fashion. Yeah, or, like yeah. I have the app, and um, yeah, I just kind of briefly skimmed through that article because I mean, this is like huge. It's a huge do- yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I. So this photographer. His name is Tyler Mitchell. Mm-hmm. He's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, he, quote, depicts black people and people of color in a really real and pure way. Um, and so he's shot for magazines like The Fader, Dazed, uh, ID Magazine, Office Magazine. Can you see any of his work? Like, do they show any of his work? Uh, he's on Instagram, but he shot, he shot a few famous people. Um, like uh, Vince Staples, he shot him. I wonder what it's like getting a call from Beyonce's team and being like, hey, we want you to shoot Beyonce for the September issue of Vogue. Let me me ask you this, though. How Do you think Beyonce was the one that reached out to Vogue and was like, let me be the creative director for this issue? I think it was kind of a, it might have been a mutual thing. I think maybe Anna was like, hey, we'd like for you to do the September issue. And maybe Beyonce was like, okay, I'll do it, but these are my stipulations. You have to give me full creative control. Mm -hmm. And she does contractually. That's what it says. Like this is essentially Beyonce's magazine in, in September. Like this is, she has full creative control of everything of the entire magazine that's a month yes is what i is what i read i thought i thought it was just like the cover no. and her shoot no well maybe just her shoot i don't know I, I for some reason when i read it i thought it said the entire magazine but okay so this brings me to my another point from the rumors in the industry about anna wintour is that and i don't know if anyone's ever watched devil wears prada but that essentially is loosely based on Anna Wintour and, you know, yeah, Vogue like magazine. Kind of. It, it's, it's a the girl that it's Andy, she actually was. She worked for Anna and, Wintour. Yeah. So for those who haven't seen the movie, apparently in the industry, Anna Wintour has this reputation of being very um, detail oriented and she doesn't want anyone else to. You know, it's all about her. Mm-hmm. She has her hand in everything. She has full control. So the reason why it's such a big deal is not only that it's never been done before, yeah. but the reputation of Anna herself letting someone else like Beyonce, who doesn't have any experience in the magazine world, like it'd be different if she gave it to another editor-in-chief of another magazine or someone who's had, had experience in doing a September issue for another magazine, mm-hmm. but Beyonce doesn't have any experience. That's what's so right. crazy. So I just I just had to double check, uh, fact check. But so no, it's not the entire issue. Oh fuck! All right, it's just the cover and her spread, gotcha. Beyonce's spread. Gotcha. Which is still a big deal. It, I mean, it is because that the cover is a big deal. Beyonce, I believe, has had a, a, a September cover. I think I have it. But yeah, it's over there somewhere. Mm, okay. um, so I'm pretty sure Beyonce's been on the cover before. Honestly, don't come for me to be had, but uh, I just I don't get it. And with, with Beyonce. Yeah, and I just kind of wish, if this is really like truly Anna Wintour's last September issue, because there's rumors that mm-hmm. she's gonna be leaving. Um, I wish she would have gone a different way. I don't know. Just someone else. Someone new, someone like fresh, just someone new, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Because the reason that Anna Wintour had so much success being editor in chief of Vogue magazine um, is because when she first took over, um, she made a lot of changes. Like, she stopped using models and she started using like celebrities right um you know to help pick up sales and that kind of stuff and just the way that because it used to be just like the headshot Mm -hmm. and she kind of the one of her first i want to say the first cover she had was like i forget what 
model or celebrity it was, but it was almost a whole body shot, which, and she was wearing jeans, which right. was like unheard of. So she and came in and just yeah, and so shook everything up. I just feel like if this was really, if this is really her last one, then I kind of wish she would have done something like that, just something totally different. And like, yes, this is totally different because she gave Beyonce full control, but I wish it would have yeah. been somebody else, like another artist or something. Well, shout out to Beyonce for hiring this um, Tyler Mitchell person. Yeah, I, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of him or seen his work prior to this news coming out. But I mean, that's awesome that she is letting someone so young. That is a lot of pressure. But it's not like he's never done. You know, it's not like this random photographer from the street. No, he no, has no, credentials. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying, like, this is... Super, yeah, this is completely, you know, out of his wheelhouse um, as far as, like, prestige goes. Yeah. But, I mean, shout out to him. But, yeah, I can't imagine getting that phone call. I wonder how... I I would love to be a fly on the wall during that conversation, you know? Yeah. Do you think Beyonce was just scrolling on her timelines? Like, oh, I really like this dude and... She just reached out to him. I don't know whether they have they've had prior like a prior relationship this, because based on his work, uh, they, they didn't? they've never he's never shot Beyonce I before. Because I know that the the September issue is like a year like they start like the beginning yeah, of yeah, the yeah. year. Right, it, like as soon as one issue ends, they like already plan for the next years. Mm-hmm. It so it, yeah, it's just a lot. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, but. Beyonce has had a huge career and she's incredibly successful. So you kind of have to say, well, it's not like she didn't do it on her own. You know, like she's had, she's partly, um, she's partly responsible for her own success, right? Right. You can debate whether it's Destiny's Child that really propelled her or whatever. Mm -hmm. But do you think she's going to do a good job with this? I think so because I think everything that Beyonce does, I think she does amazing work. I'm personally not a big fan of hers just because she's overhyped. I I think she is. I don't get it. I don't think I think she sings well. I don't think she's the greatest singer ever. Yeah. I I think she dances well, but she uses like the same routine she's had for like ten years. So like, I would expect her to be able to perform them well like i don't know i just don't get it from a list of all of the successful female r&b solo acts who is more successful than beyonce there's not anyone more successful than beyonce like Cher. i mean but but i just madonna i mean there's a handful of people who are in the same category as beyonce but not, not currently yeah, I, I yeah, for they sure. They had their day, but yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. now it's like Beyonce's time. But I, I don't think. But you said R and B. I guess just singer. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have narrowed it down. Um, but would you say Beyonce is so successful, and the reason why her music is so good is because she's actually that good, or the rest of the talent is subpar? Does that make sense? I don't think so. I. <laughs> Because I feel like there's other artists who are, who don't get the credit that they deserve. Yeah. I think Beyonce just has a really, really good marketing and like. She's incredibly lucky too. Strategizing too. Yeah. It's like two of the biggest people in hip hop and R&B got together and created this humongous empire. Right. You know, when people think of the hip hop industry and think who is the most successful people there's probably like a handful of people, top five maybe, of recurring names that people always say. And Jay-Z is always in that list. And the same thing goes with They're goes for Beyonce. They're business people. Yeah. That's what it is. Because I, 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 you know how I feel about Jay-Z. I don't like his music. I don't, I just, I don't like It doesn't him. resonate with you. No, at right. all. I think kind of not good. But anyways. Um. I don't know. And then, like, I remember my first impression of Jay-Z, I remember, was when he was going to retire, quote-unquote retire. Oh, the Black Album. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. And then he never retired, and everyone roasted him for, like, I don't know how long, because this motherfucker was like, God, I'm fucking retiring. <laughs> yeah. And then I, he never did. But 
I mean, people knew that he wasn't. I knew that he wasn't going to retire. I don't know. I knew he was going to take a break. But even after the Black Album came out, him and Linkin Park did the collision course. You remember the whole, like. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, because I don't like Jay-Z. I never liked it. I loved Linkin Park. You don't like what they did, though? But I I like the idea of it. I just don't like Jay-Z. Till this day, it's like. It's on my playlist. I play it all the time. It's I like sick. the originals. R.I.P. Chester. I liked the songs as they were. I get what you're saying. Right. Him. Okay. Um, so reeling back, though. How did we get here? I know. Rap, <laughs> it's like going down the rabbit hole. But you said something earlier. You said that um, the rumors have it that Anna Wintour is leaving. Mm-hmm. So the parent company of Vogue, and it's like a name that I'm not even going to try and pronounce. Condé Nast? Yeah, uh, I believe so. They said that she's not leaving the magazine. So, I have a theory. She may... She's not leaving the magazine, but she's stepping down from her role as editor-in-chief. So, I don't know whether she's going to take a role of, like, a consultant or she's going to sit on the board still. Because she works for Con- Condé Nast. I think that's how you say it. I could be butchering it. Yeah, that's why I didn't even want to try. Um... But am I, I mean, what do you think about that theory? Would you, would, are you on board? Are you rolling with it? No, I just. Because Anna Winter is old. Yeah, I know she's grown. Yo, she's old. She's older. But I just. Yo, don't sugarcoat it. She's old as Leave fuck. my girl alone, okay? Um, I mean, she's a legend for sure. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying you got to know when it's time to call it quits. And I'm afraid that people who are in her situation who work whose work has been their whole lives like when you think of vogue you think of anna wintour right and there are a few people who when you think of a brand you think of a person behind it right um it's would be difficult for her because if the devil wears prada is anywhere closely true to her life like she got divorced she doesn't have a husband i don't know whether that's still true so fact check me on this but it's like if you're leaving something that your whole life you've spent building and your whole life is revolved around this work and you're leaving, it's like, what else am I going to do? Like, I don't have a family. I don't have, I have kids, but they're grown up now. Like work is all I've known, especially someone who's worked so hard and, you know, so I don't know. I just can't imagine American Vogue without Anna. That's what I'm saying. I don't think she's leaving the magazine. I just don't no, think... No, I can't... I can't... I don't know. Like, but I, I think she knows that it's time for her to leave. And it may be an internal push as well. There could be, like, political stuff behind the scenes that's like, yo, we gotta get to her out of here. think, like, how much... How many people... Like, like, if they were to, like, try and push her out, I'm sure she's got lots of pull with like a lot of photographers and models oh, and like okay well you want me to leave then i'm taking all of these people with me or all of this is coming with me or yeah i'm gonna if i go to another publication i'm gonna make sure all these people come here you know i don't know yeah i just can't see her leaving um don't leave me did you see kanye north and saint they're going to be on the cover of Harper's Bazaar for it. September. I really yeah. like that cover. I do too. Which magazine is better? Or which magazine is more prestigious in uh, the fashion world? Which magazine is older? I think Vogue is. Okay. All right. Um, I think I could be. So it's, it's more. Okay. This is crazy, right? There's always been this feud between the West and um, the Carters. Right, like, mm-hmm. so it's funny that Beyonce is gonna be on the cover of Vogue magazine, and their rival are gonna be on the cover of right. Harper's Bazaar. And would you say Harper's Bazaar is the rival oh, sorry, to Vogue? I'm wrong. Harper's Bazaar is actually older. Okay. Would you say that they're rivals as far as like competition for each other? Oh, definitely. Like, okay, so that's be- crazy. Because you. I don't. Some people view Vogue as very, very like um, commercial. 
like um you know and then so the people who think that tend to read more harper's bazaar just because they think it's more like what's the word current like um Um, more real more not modern what's the fucking word i'm looking authentic no oh fuck that it's more about the fashion than it is about commercials and ads and shit like that right okay um which i i mean i read both i just you know vogue is but who's harper and what's bizarre about her Horrible. No, but for real though, like I've never understood who, what what does Harper's Bazaar mean? I don't know. Is it Harper's Bazaar or Harper Bazaar? Harper's. Okay, so, so like a, Harper. a, a, a possession of mm-hmm. okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's funny that they. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm excited to see both covers and both spreads. Yeah, I can't wait for those to come in for me. You know what? At the on the treadmill at the gym, it's connected to like cable, and you can watch uh-huh. TV when you're running. The fucking treadmill I'm on always has Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's like, dude, I'm not. I do not want to watch this when I'm running. I can't change the channel. I like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Not when I'm running. Why? I only watch it because Kanye's on it. I just like it because they say some fucking stupid ass shit on. But there. I can't even hear it because I have my earbuds in, so I'm literally just watching them on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways are you okay so uh for the september edition is it more expensive than any other yeah how much is a copy because it's a lot bigger it's like this like it's a good like and they've gotten bigger like that's as, what she said <laughs> as the years go by i remember when i first started buying vogue and yeah. i got my first september issue it was like an inch thick and Pick then with two C's <laughs> <laughs> and now like I think the the latest one was like an inch, inch and, and a half, half. it was like thick as fuck like 60 bucks is that no, too much no that's a lot oh, it's okay. like 10 bucks or if oh, that okay. I don't even know if it's is there expensive. a digital copy mm-hmm. but you don't want the digital you copy. want the physical hard copy yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how I am with a lot of shit like Gardens of the Galaxy came out this week, but on digital format first, and then Blu-ray DVD comes out in two weeks. So like, I really want to watch it again, but um, I'm like, I want to have the hard copy. Like that's how I am with CDs and a bunch of shit too. Like mm-hmm. I want the hard copy, the physical. That's how copy. I am with books. So I don't like fucking Kindles. Yeah. Kindle. I tried Audible, and it was okay. It felt like a podcast, is what it what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I wanted to read a book, then yeah, I want that physical you know thing in hand the actual book and i want to be able to like experience like flipping the pages and shit like that there's nothing like the smell of like a new like book i don't like that smell that nasty glue smell i don't know what kind of books i'm smelling i don't either what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about shit all right uh other news apple today became the world's first trillion dollar company oh fuck Dude, that's fucking insane. They're taking over the world. And a lot of people, after Steve Jobs died, thought that it was Apple's demise. Like, your leader has passed away. Now this company is going to turn into shit. Right. And it just reached a trillion dollars. Like, imagine if you bought stock in Apple back in the day. Steve Jobs had kids, right? I, I don't know. I didn't watch any of the movies, so I don't know anything about Steve Jobs. I just want to, like, did he leave everything to his kid like no i don't know he didn't own apple he was just a ceo right but like he still like had a bunch a of shares of money i get what you're saying a bunch of shares so yeah like, yeah yeah oh yeah he has kids yeah he had a whole family but yeah it's crazy and amazon is right up there too amazon and apple are like neck and neck and it was like a competition like people were uh, speculating whether Amazon was gonna hit trillion dollars first for Apple, but uh, can we talk about that um, conspiracy theory you brought up the other day? What was that about like Twenty Three and Me and? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's something more. Okay, so Twenty Three and Me is a DNA testing company that 
you order this DNA sample kit, gets delivered to your house, you spit in it, Mm -hmm. you send it back, and they tell you your ancestry, right? Yeah. Okay, so there was a conspiracy theory that we were watching on YouTube, um, and it basically said that the government is trying to um, keep track of everybody, Right. right? And so from like the Facebook scandal that just happened, all the hacking, having everyone's personal data, what's the next step? Their DNA, shit like that. So the conspiracy theory is that eventually the government wants to have control of everybody, including their DNA, and this is one of the ways to get it. Um, and they're like, well, how are you going to get all these people to spit and submit their DNA? And they were like, they're using social media influencers as, you know, um, a way to get people to fucking spit in this tube and send it in. Yeah. And they're also saying that they're keeping medical information, I think is what it was. I don't remember exactly what it is. I feel like I'm just like bullshitting here. You said something about like Google and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... The conspiracy is that, okay. Not because you brought up the government, but I was like, no, you said it was Google. Yeah, it was Google, YouTube, and 23andMe. Okay, so the CEO of Google is married to the CEO of YouTube. And the CEO of 23andMe is um, the CEO of YouTube's sister. So like everything that the three big CEOs of those con- those companies that is a part of this conspiracy are like related, so that's what they're thinking. Because Google owns Facebook. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's like this conspiracy that Google wants to have everyone's information and control everything, and they're using YouTube um, as a way to do it for Twenty Three and Me. I've never even heard of 23andMe until that conspiracy theory. Really? Yeah. I hear it a lot, mostly. Yeah. From YouTube, yeah. right? See? <laughs> yeah. We're, see this conspiracy theory series on YouTube with this guy named Shane Dawson. And apparently he's like an OG in the YouTube game, has millions of Had subscribers. Have you not heard of him before? I've never heard of him before. I don't know what his content is besides this conspiracy theory That's stuff. That's crazy to yeah. me. Because he, I, yeah, he's been around for a fucking time. Yeah. So y'all go check out this conspiracy theory shit because some of them actually make sense and it's fucking creepy. Like the one where Cardi B's fucking uh, a robot hypnotized oh, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, he played that video like three times and I was like, what the bro, fuck? that was weird. You, dude, y'all go watch that shit. And then the newer se- the, like the new episodes, he does it where like it's like dimly lit and it's like a candle he speaks real it's like creepy yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) but the earlier ones he's like in his bedroom just chilling like so it's like not as he wasn't as into it as he is in the newer episodes i think because now he probably gained a lot of like yeah 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 he's like i gotta step up this production game (laughs) yeah well i originally discovered him because of the whole TanaCon thing who is tana tana is this huge youtuber who got banned from VidCon right. this year? But what is what is her content like? I've I never, think, oh, I've never I have heard no, of I her before. Makeup and like, I, honestly, I have no clue. Didn't know who she was. I heard about this whole TanaCon con, ironically, and Shane Dawson did like a, a documentary about it, and so I watched that and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So if y'all haven't seen that and you guys are bored and need something to do at work, y'all go check out. <laughs> TanaCon and Conspiracy Theories by Shane Dawson. D- Don, wait. Shane Dawson. Yeah. Dawson, yeah. yeah. Um, another news. This is fucking crazy. I can't believe, I can't, I couldn't believe what I read when I read this headline. My bad. Um, there is such thing as Fortnite coaches. Like, parents are now paying Fortnite coaches between $10 an hour and $20 an hour to come coach their kids to play Fortnite. Yo, that that is fucking wild. Because I guess they're seeing the potential 
of like these professional gamers now. Like Ninja reportedly makes um, half a million in a month from like sponsorships and shit like that and donations. Because on Twitch, when you play Twitch, you can, your fans can donate you know to what your. What drives me fucking crazy is like, I remember, you know, when my brother got his first Nintendo 64 when he was like, I don't know, seven or something. Yeah. And. And then my brother became obsessed with video games, right? And got so bad that my mom would have to ask my brother, like... Chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. She'd have to literally take the fucking console and, like, hide it from him so that he would stop playing. Yeah. And she'd always be like, do your homework. Those games aren't going to make you any money. Bruh. Right. Yeah. How the tides have turned. <laughs> if yeah. you had told me then that fucking in the ten fucking 20 years from then you'd be able to fucking make millions of dollars playing, playing video games? games, I wouldn't believe you. Did you know that famous girl on Instagram, she's like a uh, Mexican news anchor, weather girl, whatever, with a huge ass. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So apparently her boyfriend's a, a pro gamer and he, she, or the headline was like, uh, famous Instagram weather girl uh, boyfriend breaks up with her to over a game. So apparently, like, he's a pro gamer, and so the headline read that he broke up with her to play this game. But I'm like, other people were saying that she was getting in the way of him earning money. It's like, yeah, he's a gamer, but he's also a pro gamer, and these pro gamers make hella money. So it's like, if you're distracting me from this cash... It's like I don't care how fine you are, you gotta you gotta go. I don't necessarily agree with that because she is fine, <laughs> but yeah, that was a headline like last week. But even like before Fortnite in Japan overseas, like parents were pushing their kids to be gamers. Well, there's and you know what's crazy is okay. Did I watch it with my brother? I don't remember. Or Probably you didn't watch it with me. I don't remember who I watched or if I watched it with someone, but it was like a story that followed this kid who was like a gamer, right? He yeah. he didn't was it true life? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, and it was like in Japan or something, and there's like these cafes, like internet yeah. cafes, yeah, where you go and you can fucking be there like the entire day just playing fucking online video games. There's like rooms that you can fucking rent out and shit. We and don't like, have those here. Fucking good. We don't need that shit over here. But just think about like how much money that could bring to the U.S. Dude, if someone started one of those. Yo, fucking Tokyo, like, lifestyle in Japan, that shit is fucking crazy. It's like literally grown men, they leave work, and then they come and play games in this game cafe. This dark cafe. And it's like Vegas. It's like, you're, you know, when you're in Vegas, you're in a casino, there's like no windows, there's no clocks. Like It's literally like, it was just rows of computers. That's what I'm saying. They want you to be there as long as possible and spend as much money there as you can. Like, it's fucking nuts. But it's also interesting how things have shifted. It's like, especially in Asian culture, the traditional hierarchy of jobs is engineer, doctor, lawyer, shit like that. But now Asian parents are seeing the potential in this gaming sector Mm -hmm. that they're like, I've seen things online where, you know how parents used to push you to do homework? Mm -hmm. They're now pushing kids to be like, have you played your eight hours of practice on this game? Or have you done your four hours of practice on... It's it's nuts. It is completely insane. Would you would you push your kid to be a gamer? At this I'm not even going to lie to you. It's difficult. I, okay, here's here's where I stand. I don't mind my kid being a pro gamer if he has a degree or something to back him up if the gaming fails. So in my mind, it's like you can play all the games you want as long as you keep up your grades and, you know. You're so Asian. It's just I like to have a fallback (laughs) plan, you know? Yeah. And that's just me. Yeah. Because the chances of you being a pro gamer, I mean, it's like odds are pretty pretty high, right? I'm assuming. Not that high. I mean, 
What's the criteria of being a pro gamer? Like, how the fuck does it work? I don't even know. See, my brother tells me about this shit all the time, but halfway through, I always lose interest (laughs) because it's like... This glazed look. (laughs) Um, Because there was a time where my brother was like... What was that game we used to play online? Call of Duty. No. Uh, It was a computer game. Um, Minecraft. World of Warcraft. Mm. Uh, That's that's all I know. I'm asking. Anyways... And he used to play that game, and he used to, like, you can sell, like, fucking your knives or whatever on this game. And he would make money doing that, like, selling things that he had virtually and made real money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I, fucking crazy. I and I was reading this article that said Fortnite is now, like, they made a million dollars or like a billion dollars in revenue or some crazy shit like mm-hmm. that. But the thing is that Fortnite is a free game. That's from, How do they make money? It's because um, how people make money is they buy like skins and like weapons and shit like that. So it's a free game. But when you want all these weapons and upgrades, that's when you got to spend some money. I see. So yeah, I think as a business model, like your... Um, your expenses are at a minimum besides like developers and shit like that. But like you're really keeping a game up to date, which does not have high expenses. You would think of like overhead and shit like that. But now you're thinking fucking a billion dollar in revenue. And how did he even get this big? I don't know. know. Like I have no idea. I don't know, man. It's a crazy world we live in, for sure. I'm, like, astonished. I don't know. Like, that's just... Yeah. Uh, that's all the news I have. Anything you want to talk about? There's some things that you wanted to talk about, I thought. No? There were on Monday, and then I forgot. On Monday? Oh, because we were supposed to do it on Monday, right? We just had a bunch of shit to do that day. We didn't do any of it. What are you talking about? Yes, we did. Did we? Yeah. What did I do Monday? Dude, I went to grocery shopping. You did the dishes. Uh, you did laundry. Remember that fucking oh, full yeah. day of shit we had to do? You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, new music. There's a bunch of new music that came out. Um, Denzel Curry. His album is phenomenal. I did not know he could spit like that. He was on the freshman list with like Uzi, 21 yeah, Savage. Yeah, he's one of the few that I liked on It's that. fucking crazy. Um, new music coming out. Midnight Tonight, Travis Scott. Astro World. Super stoked for that. Why? I don't know. I, I don't like Travis Scott. I don't get tra- the hype. Yeah, around him either. He makes really good music. He makes turn up music. People don't go to Travis Scott for lyrics and lyricality, um, but so he's like one of those. But he's not a mumble rapper. He's like, like one of those rainbow kids. No, he's not. No, he's like Future, or before this whole genre of mumble rap existed, there were a few rappers who didn't fall in the category of the lyrical rappers. It's just like this whole new wave, like ASAP Rocky's in that category for me. Like ASAP Rocky, Future, like. You can understand what they're saying. They have content, but it's not like some Nas and, you know, right. KRS-One shit. So that's why I put Travis in. Okay. but I, I can't name a single Travis Scott song. I don't think I've ever heard of Bumps, That's like his big song. But anyways, I'm super excited for that album. His merch came out, and it's fucking what is it with you and merch? I don't know. I like to support my artist. I no, bought a hoodie. Nobody buys merch anymore. I don't care. It's not for anybody else. It's for me. I'm supporting the artist. Not like he fucking needs it. That's a, that's a liter- you should support artists who Like local artists? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to a local artist too, though. Name one local artist. My boy Jose. Shout out Jose. You listen to this. Oh, and he's playing at uh, Double Wide fucking uh, August or July. We're in August. Shit, we are in August. <laughs> Dude, today I kept thinking it was Tuesday. Yeah, you weirdos. Fuck. I don't know when Jose is playing, but I'll update you guys when uh, I have that date. But he's playing at Double Wide in Deep Ellum. 
So, yeah, go check him out. Are we going to go? Yeah, fuck yeah. I thought it was the end of this month. Probably. I don't know. I asked him. I was like, when are tickets up? And he was like, um, they're not on sale yet. So. YG is also dropping this weekend. YG 400. All right, never mind then. You don't know about people. I have no idea. He's a blood. <laughs> he um, is. Okay. He's like one of the very few rappers like you don't want to fuck with because he's about that life. But he dresses so funny, but ain't no one going to say shit. Is he like the short one? Uh, He's kind of short. What does he look like? Uh, Tatted up. He always wear a red bandana. I think... He had that music video with two chains, and they all had their fucking moms in it and shit, remember? Oh, yeah. He yeah. was the short one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his album comes out. I'm excited for that, too. But, I mean, anything else you want to talk about? Because we've been talking for, like, an hour. Hot minute. Are you excited to go to your first Latino concert? Oh, yeah. That's uh, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm excited. You're not going to understand anything. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get, I mean, it's going to be lit. <laughs> you were going to say I'm going to get lit. Yeah, but I realize I'm not. <laughs> I know. But the only thing I'm not looking forward to is that heat. Because it's at the Dos Equis Pavilion. And then, ugh, this is like the fifth name change. This whole <laughs> fucking thing. Jexa. It used to be Jexa. It used to be fucking... Uh, uh, it was another alcohol Yeah, prior. it was fucking... Anyways, it's there. And we have lawn seats, which is completely fine with me. Because if you're under that... Um, it's the, so the seated, fucking hot, dude. And that's what I told Miguel because Miguel wanted, wanted the seats. and nah, I was, fam. or I think Jackie did, and I was like, "Bruh," I, I told him I was like, "I remember we went and we had for J. seats for J Cole, and we got we were hella like, good seats too." We, I was like, Tony only stayed under the thing because we paid for those tickets. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but I was so fucking hot, I had to walk out and go to the lawn because yeah. it was so hot he and was, it was around the same time too yeah it was like yeah it was like august it's exactly around the same time i was like they they have they don't have any kind of air conditioning they just have these fans that blow hot ass air on you it's like fucking it's nuts the fucking worst yeah definitely if you're going to dos Equis pavilion anytime during the summer the lawn seats where to go because you're under you have air you have circulation but down there is just like walking into it's, a fucking dude, cave. It's bro. like a sauna. It's nuts. But yeah, I'm excited. So it's just me, you, Miguel, and Jackie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Is Grant going? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's a cool group. Are y'all going to drink? Probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should I drink? No, you're not drinking. Oh, yeah, you're right. You said six months. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm probably going to drink for Sean's bachelor party. And that's in that's in mid-September. So it'll be eight weeks when that weekend comes. Eight weeks. But eight weeks is a long time. <laughs> that's two months. But you know what's crazy? I can already t- notice a difference. Like, all this water weight, it's gone. Like, I can t- You don't te- have a Buddha belly anymore. Yeah, I can tell, like, in my face. Like, it's crazy the effect alcohol has on your body i just want to say that i'm really proud of you but low-key low-key i'm kind of pissed off why because it took you two weeks to see a difference yeah when i had been working out for like three months and could barely even tell i hadn't even been able to like lose one pound on the fucking scale in three months and i was working out just as hard if not harder than you are now yeah back then you know i don't know and i never wanted to believe that guys do lose (laughs) weight faster than but it's so fucking true yeah even like uh you know i like katie on youtube and i like her and her husband, I think they're really funny. They remind me of us. So they're both on that stupid-ass keto diet. Mm-hmm. So Katie was, like, really – she was, like, ranting on Instagram one day because she was, like, we're both doing the exact same thing. We go to the gym the exact same amount of time because we go together. And then we both eat the same thing because we cook together at home. But John's already lost 
30 fucking pounds and holy shit in in like three months i think she said or i don't know how long it's been and she was only able to lose like 12 or something she's like what the fuck we're doing the same thing that's crazy how many 30 pounds yeah and he, he posted, like, a, he he never posts on Instagram, yeah. but he posted, like, a before and after, and you can, t- like, he looks good. But he was never a big guy. No, and no, he's, no. He's, like, tall as fuck, right? No, he's not that tall. I mean, everyone's tall to me, so. True. But. But 30 pounds is a lot. Yeah. Holy shit. But next year, I think, next year is our, is your golden year. Yeah. Because it's 2009. Wait, what the fuck is your, oh, no, you're turning. 27 on the 27th. Why did I put my age out there like that? What the fuck, fam? What's the problem? Now everybody knows I'm old. You're not that old. Stop saying that. I'm a grandma. Stop it. Yo, speaking of grandmas, my grandma's not doing too well. Yeah, a little personal, but um, yeah, she's not doing too well. Neither of my grandmas are doing really well, so I'm trying to spend as much time with them as I possibly can. And I can imagine how it is for my parents. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine how it is to lose a parent. Um, for anyone out there who's lost a parent, um, you know, I, I don't know what it feels like, and I don't want that day to come, you know, where I, it's going to happen eventually. Like, everyone right. everyone has their time. I always used to say I want to die before my parents. Yo, you don't know. But then I can't imagine the grief that would bring yeah. them. Because your parents are like, I'm supposed to, you're supposed to bury your parents, not the other way around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, a lot of stuff going on. But, yeah. Okay, well, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned. We got some cool shit um, coming up. If you haven't already, comment, like, subscribe, (laughs) follow us, tell a friend, share. Okay, we're signing off. Stay tuned next week. Peace. Bye. The story continues. Guys, can you believe we made it to episode five of the podcast? We hope you guys enjoy listening just as much as we enjoy recording. Tanya and I, I think we found our groove. It feels a lot more natural. We're going to keep rocking it out for y'all producing this content. So let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know if we can improve on anything to better your experience. And since Tanya locked Moose in the bathroom this week, it's only right that we dedicate this week's song to him. Um, This week's song is by an artist. His name is Moose. I found him on SoundCloud. He does remixes of other people's songs. He also has his own original songs. This particular one is called For Life featuring Elena, and you know it's a vibe. Y'all check him out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Podcast TSC. Comment, like, subscribe. You know what it is. We'll see y'all next week. Pretend when you can wake up to paradise Why stay in places that's not as nice Where you can lay outside in the clearest skies Won't you feel it live, alive, alive for life Check for a new vibe. That old school mixed with a new vibe. She down with the ship, got a cool mind. Get set, popping for a pimp. Then got it how I live. If I want it, I'ma get it how I do mine. No, out of old shit, I'ma do fine. Mobbing with the click, whole crew grind. Cause even if it ain't peaches and cream, this life is a dream. Goddamn, I'ma wait for it. Use both of my hands, get paid for it. Got a BA1 if my name on it. Being 10,000 hours and they lay for it. All the fake ass shit just stay foreign. All the fake people I stay away from. So I can keep feeling cause I ain't done. Cause why pretend when you go wake up in paradise? Why stay in places that's not as nice? When you can lay outside under clear skies, going feeling alive, alive.